Hey guys, welcome back to the Road to Madness podcast. I'm Akaglia. I'm Mindong. It is currently day 26 without March Madness. Um, yeah, day 30 in quarantine. Still blows my mind how all this has happened so quick. Yeah, Madness but, has ended already, but we're looking forward to next year, hopefully. It is what it is, exactly. All right, in today's episode, we are talking and talk about awards, uh, transfer portal, and a couple pieces of breaking news. And let's kick off with some breaking news right now. Um, first piece, former Juco uh, star Jay Scrubs, um, he is, who, is, who was committed to Louisville, he's decided to bypass college and go straight professionally. What are your thoughts about this? Um, I think this is the wrong decision. Um, Juco is not really that high of a competition level. Going from Juco to the NBA is a pretty hard jump. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I'm I'm kind of surprised, honestly. I thought he was going to stay at Louisville for at least a year. But, um, I mean, best of luck to him. I mean, yeah. hopefully hopefully he gets drafted. I mean, if not, he's, he's ineligible probably because he's going to sign an agent. But um, I guess we'll see what happens. There's always the G League. <laughs> That's true. There's always the G League. A ton of people go that route nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, Darius Bailey kind of started that all. Um, he was going to go to Syracuse, but he decided to just go straight professionally. And I mean, money is a big factor in the NCAA right now, and that's why a lot of people are going overseas and stuff like that. Next top 10 recruit in 2020, Josh Christopher is making his commitment on Monday, April 13th. His final five are Michigan, Arizona State, Missouri, UCLA, and USC. What are your predictions? Um, I, I was I was heavy on him staying in um LA, but I my speculations have changed. I think the final two, in my opinion, are Michigan and Arizona State. Um, Arizona he's from Arizona, so I could definitely see Arizona State. But Michigan, I could also see him going there, considering Zay Todd's there, and I think that those two could team up at Michigan. But I'm honestly too not not too sure still. What about you? Um. I've said this the past two weeks. I think he's going to go to Arizona State. His brother's also on the team. So keep the family close. Definitely, especially during these very unforeseen times. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. Um, this was very surprising to me, in my opinion. Um, probably you too as well. Um, Creighton's Tyshawn Alexander will be declaring for the draft and no intention to keep his name in, uh, with intention to keep his name in. He, I don't know if he signed an agent yet or not, so do you know about that? No, he hasn't, but he will soon. Yeah, so one, so if, for those of you that don't know, once you sign an agent for the draft, you are considered un- ineligible for coll- collegiate basketball, so pretty much you either have to go somewhere else or you're going to have to hopefully get drafted. So um, what, are your, what are your thoughts about this, considering you're a big Creighton guy? Um, yeah, this just hurts Creighton and – me, you guys know, I'm going Creighton all the way next year. Um, I hope Alex O'Connell gets eligible immediately. This this is a big blow for Creighton. Yeah, I mean, Tyshawn Alexander was probably their star. I mean, they had, don't get me wrong, they still had a lot of good role, like decent players. But I'd say Tyshawn Alexander was probably their most important um, piece of Creighton's team. And I mean, I think they're going to make a run, and I don't, I don't know if they'll be the same team without him. 
I mean, like you said, hopefully Alex O'Connell um, gets his waiver to play. But without Tyshawn Alexander, uh, I'm not too sure how far they'll go. Yeah. Next last, next, and last piece of breaking news, Luka Garza will test the NBA draft waters. Do you think he'll stay in the draft or go back to Iowa? Uh, I, I think he'll definitely go back to Iowa. Um, I've heard rumors that he will not be hiring an agent, so he still will be eligible for college. And I just don't, I just don't see him going to the draft right away. I think he'll try and go back and get, get his like, stock up at Iowa, which he definitely will. But I agree with you. I think he's pretty motivated after losing the Player of the Year awards. Yeah. I mean, Iowa, Iowa has a ton of people coming back. And, I mean, we talked about them earlier, but I think they'll definitely be a front runner for the Big Ten next year. All right. Uh, moving on. First topic we have is awards. Um, we're going to talk about the Wooden Award, and then we're going to talk about the positional awards. Um, Bob Cousy Award for point guard. Jerry West Award for shooting guard, Julius Irvin Award for small forward, Karl Malone Award for best power forward, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the center award. So we're going to start with the Wooden Award. You want to kick things off? Yep. The winner of the Wooden Award, the most prestigious college basketball award this year, was Obi Totten. Did he deserve this over Luca Garza, you think? Um, I At first I thought that Garza should have won, but, I mean – after looking at the stuff, I think I think this was the right decision after all. I mean, like like we've talked about before, Obi Tobin, he kind of came out of nowhere and led Dayton to one of the top seeds in the nation. And, I mean, considering Dayton was going to finish third in the A-10, that's pretty impressive to do. And I think he was definitely a star of Dayton. What do you think? Yeah, I also agree with you. Um, and with this award, Obi Tobin sweeps all the Player of the Year awards. So, congrats to Obi. Yeah, big congrats. All right. Um, first position we have is uh, point guard, Bob Cousy Award. Um, the finalists were Peyton Pritchett from Oregon, Trey Jones from Duke, Devin Dodson from Kansas, Marcus Howard from Marquette, and Malachi Flynn from San Diego State. The winner was Peyton Pritchard from Oregon. Uh, do you think this is the right decision? Um, first of all, this is a loaded finalist. Yeah, like there's just five guys that all made their cases, but I think I think Pritchard was the right decision. He's the he was the guy that spearheaded Oregon, made them so successful. He, he did it all for them. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, like you said, all these finalists were on the All American first team or second team, uh, which is kind of crazy to do. But um, yeah, I mean, I think Peyton Pritchard was definitely the right decision. I mean, he averaged about like twenty points a game. Um, six six assists. Um, he was, like you said, he was definitely the star of Oregon, and he led them the tournament last year. Definitely would have led them the tournament this year. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said. I mean, the next best option probably would have been, in my opinion, Trey Jones. But um, yes, I agree. But I think I think Peyton Pritchard was definitely the right decision. Mhm. Next award, Jerry West Award for best shooting guard. Finalists were Miles Powell of Seton Hall, Tyshawn Alexander of Creighton, Anthony Edwards of Georgia, Mason Jones of Arkansas, and Kamar Baldwin of Butler. Miles Powell ended up winning the award. What are your thoughts? I think this was definitely the right decision. I mean, Miles Powell was a dominant factor in the Big East, and 
there was no, I think it was no surprise that he won. I mean, I say Tashawn Alexander was definitely the second in line, but I think Miles Powell, uh, he had the better record. Uh, no, he didn't have the better record, but he, eh, I don't know. I, th- I think, I think he was the more valuable player for Seton Hall than Tashawn Alexander was for Creighton, in my opinion. But I mean, based on stats, I think it was definitely Miles Powell's. Yeah, I agree with you. He was so fun to watch this year, have one of the best personalities in all of college basketball. And this is a great way to end his college career. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, Julius Irvin Award for the best small forward. Um, finalists were Sadiq Bey, Villanova, Jordan Wara, Louisville, Najee Marshall, uh, Arizona. No, Georgetown. Xavier. Xavier, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was thinking of Najee, the one from Arizona. Um, Corey Kispert, Gonzaga, and Precious uh, Achua of Memphis. Um, the winner of this award was Sadiq Bey from Villanova. Um, do you think this was the right decision? Um, yeah, uh, this was a very down year for the small forwards, as you can see. Um, I don't even know if Precious Achua is a small forward. She's 6'9", 6'10". I don't know why they list him as a small forward. And uh, Corey Crisper, I don't, I don't really know much about him, but yeah, um, in the begin, coming into the season, it was Jordan Noir's to lose, and Sadiq Bey just was the leader of Villanova. He was that guy. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, coming into the year, I thought Noir was definitely going to win this award, but um, yeah, Sadiq Bey impressed us from Villanova, and uh. Hopefully he stays at Villanova another year. There has been rumors that he's going to go to the draft. But, I mean, hopefully he stays because Villanova's got a loaded class coming in. And with Tashawn Alexander leaving, I think Villanova's door has opened a lot more. Um, yeah. Next award, Carla, Carl Malone Award for Best Power Forward. Finalists, Obi Totten, Dayton, Yoli Childs, BYU, Killian Tilly, Gonzaga, Jalen Smith, of Maryland and Reggie Perry of Mississippi State. Obi Totten ended up winning. No surprise. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, like you've said, no no surprise here. I mean, all, don't get me wrong, all these finalists are very good players, but I mean, Obi Totten definitely, I mean, considering he won the Wooden Award, why would he not win the Carmelone yeah. Award? That'd just be pretty outrageous if someone else won that over him. So, um, yeah, he deserves it definitely. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. All right, and final is the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award for the best center. At finals were Luca Garza, Iowa, Bernard Carey Jr., Duke, Philip Petrusev, Gonzaga, uh, Uduka Azabuki, Kansas, and Nathan Knight, William and Mary. Um, the winner of the award was Luca Garza from Iowa. What are your thoughts about this? Um, it's just like Obi Totten. Luca Garza was the runner-up for all the Player of the Year awards, and this was his to win. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Philip Petrusev and Uduka Azubugi were on the All-American second and third teams, but, I mean, Garza was on the first team, so, I mean, you got to give the award to him. I mean, no no surprises here, obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, next topic, the transfer portal. Um, first up in the portal, Matt Harms, Purdue. He's a top five grad transfer. He's played in 29 games last year for Purdue, lowest in his career. Um, the front runners are Kentucky, Maryland. Best fit? Um, I think the best fit for him is obvious. Uh, I think it's Maryland. 
Maryland, like, um, they had Jalen Smith, but he's probably going to go to the draft. I would be shocked if he didn't or he came back. Um, I mean, yeah, Matt Harms, 7-3 center. Um, Purdue, Purdue had a rough down year because, um, I mean, they lost a couple guys. But, um, yeah, I mean, Harms, he did not play to his expectations. And I was honestly kind of surprised he was transferred, but I think he would go to Maryland considering they need a center. And – they are in a power five conference. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think he could both help. He could help both of these programs. Seven three could stretch the floor. Um, he could help any team. To be honest with you, if he could, if seven three guys stretching the floor, you don't see that often. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, honestly. All right. Uh, next up, Bryce Aiken, Harvard. Uh, I I, pr- I personally called this decision, and he's gonna commit to Seton Hall. He's a top five grad transfer. He's going to probably be one of the main focuses on the offense now, considering Miles Powell is gone. Do you think he's a good fit? Um, yeah. He's going to score a lot with Miles Powell leaving and Quincy McKnight also leaving. Um, I think Seton Hall is going to shock a lot of people. And they're going to compete in the Big East. I think they're a little bit under the radar next year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, they're, they're clearly not like a front runner. Uh, they're not like up to – uh, Villanova and Creighton standards right now, but yeah, they're definitely a sleeper team in the Big East. Mm-hmm. Next, Johnny Juzang is going back home and commit. He committed to UCLA. Is UCLA on the come up again? Yeah, definitely. I mean, th- this was a great pickup for UCLA. I mean, they've had a lot of people coming in and getting Johnny Juzang. He was a former top 100 player. I mean, I, th- I think it's just fitting. Um, I saw an article saying like. This was a bad fit to the start going to Kentucky. I mean, staying home is definitely the move for a lot of these transfers. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, always, I honestly saw this one coming. Yeah, Mark Cronin has done a terrific job. And it's, it's, only his, it's not even his second year yet. UCLA is yeah. going to get into the top 25 next year for sure. UCLA definitely the front runner of the Pac-12 right now after this. Yeah. All right, uh, next up, Alex O'Connell, Duke. Uh, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but – is committing to Creighton, a former top 100 player. Um, do you think this is a good fit? Yeah. Um, it just makes Creighton more talented, and it fills the void that Tyshawn Alexander came. Um, Alex O'Connell was, in, was underutilized at Duke, and I think he'll fit well in Creighton. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, the void, the void is definitely being filled with Alex O'Connell, and his, his talent was definitely stunted at Duke, considering all the loaded – prospect coming in and um yeah I think it's just good for him that he's going to Creighton and hopefully he can be granted eligible mm-hmm. next up Carleek Jones of Radford um he he committed to Louisville he's a top five grad transfer joining a new Louisville team will Louisville be a front runner in the ACC again and is this a good fit um I think this definitely is a good fit considering Nor is probably going to go to the draft oh well, yeah he's going to go to the draft but um uh yeah I mean I don't I don't know if Louisville will be our front runner because considering Jay Scrubs is leaving, but um, I could definitely see them top top three in the ACC like last year. Nah, wait, no, I don't see them in top three. Anymore. I see them in top five of the ACC this year coming in this year. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, the backcourt is going to be really good though with Carly Jones and David Johnson. They're going to complement each other a lot. Um, and yeah, this fills the void of Jay Scrub leaving. Yeah, but. 
I don't know. I think the ACC is like they got a lot better, and yeah, I don't. I think without Jay Scrubs, it just hurts Louisville. Honestly. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Next up, Brandon Johnston, uh, Western Michigan. He's committed to Minnesota. This is like the third commit to Minnesota from the transfers, I think. Or it's 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 been a lot for Minnesota. Um. He averaged fifteen point five points a game, eight rebounds a game last year. Uh, he was a first team All MAC conference. Uh, I think this is a good fit. And you think, will the Gophers make the tourney next year? Um, yeah, I think this is a good fit. This is a good bridge from going to Daniel Turu, Brandon Johnson, and Liam Robbins once he sits out. Um, if Liam Robbins actually becomes eligible, that backcourt is going to be scary. And, uh, yeah, if, if I don't think the Gophers will make the tournament unless Liam Robbins is eligible next year. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, they have a lot of – lackluster guards but like you said their their front court is going to be very dominant and um if Liam Robbins does get his eligibility then that could be a scary Johnson and Robbins duo all right all right oh, oh, okay I'll take it um next up Luther Muhammad uh Ohio State uh top 100 recruit his final eight are Auburn Georgia Alabama Seton Hall Arizona State UCLA, West Virginia, and New Mexico. Uh, where do you think the best fit for him is? Um, yeah, things really didn't work out for Luther Muhammad. He was a top 100 recruit, four-star. Um, just like Alex O'Connell, he got, his, he got stunted at Ohio State. Um, I think the best decision for him would be um, Georgia. He, he reminds me a bit of Anthony Edwards, still a little raw. Yeah. Um, I just think Georgia is a good fit. Yeah, I could I could definitely see him going to Georgia. I mean, Anthony Edwards is gonna leave, but um, yeah, I mean, he could definitely fill the shoes. But um, I I don't think Georgia will be that good um next year, considering the SEC is being loaded with prospects. But um, yeah, I mean, I could see Georgia or maybe maybe Auburn, considering uh, if the prospects like Jalen Green commit there. I mean, it could definitely vary. Yeah. Um, next recruit, Jalen Brunner, Yale, just committed to Alabama an hour ago, immediately eligible. Is this a good fit for Alabama? Yeah, this is. I think this is a fantastic fit. I mean, Alabama has a ton of people coming in, uh, a couple new people coming that were ineligible last year. And, um, yeah, I mean, with his presence that down low, I think they are a very good team and would not be surprised if they were a top three SEC team next year. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, this I think this is the missing piece for Alabama. They just needed a rebounding big man. They just got it, and they're they're definitely going to compete in the SEC. I mean, hopefully, hopefully Lewis and Petty come back because I mean, yeah. even with Burner, if both of them come back, they're going to be so much better, and mm-hmm. it's going to be very even fun. one of them. They're going to be really good. Yeah, even one of them. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, next up, Jariah Horn, uh, Tulsa. He is committed to Colorado. Um, Colorado, um, they're probably going to lose their two stars in McKinley Wright and Tyler uh, Bay. But um, they have a couple prospects coming in, and they got Horn coming in. He's probably going to start for the Buffs. Um, do you think Colorado will be a top Pac-12 team again? Um, Colorado is not going to be a top. I mean, they're going to top five, top three maybe. Um, this is a good fit. Like you said, they're losing Tyler Bay. He fits right into Tyler Bay's role. And um, – yeah, Colorado's going to be competing, but I don't think they'll win that Pac-12. Do you think they'll be a tourney team? Uh, 
I don't know, a bubble team. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement. Next up, Devin Gage, DePaul. He's a grad transfer. He's heard from Fresno State, Ohio State, and Pacific. He's immediately eligible. What do you think the best fit for him is? Um, I, I honestly think the best fit is Pacific. I mean, we talked about him uh, last episode. Was it last episode? Yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about him last episode. And they're a very un- uh, underrated team who performed a lot more than their expectations. And, um, yeah, I mean – I, I mean, people would expect him to go to Ohio State probably, but I see him going under the radar and I see him going to Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's definitely a talented guy. He just hasn't played a lot in DePaul. I think Pacific, he would definitely start play a huge role. Yeah, I, li- I like to see that. Pacific, I like, I like Pacific now. I'm <laughs> hopping on the bandwagon. All right, uh, next up, Jamarius Burton, Wichita State. Um, he is planning on making his decision sometime this week. Um, his final list is Texas Tech, Xavier, Seton Hall, and Marquette. Uh, where do you think the best fit is? Um, I think the best fit is Seton Hall or Texas Tech. Um, or actually, sorry, Xavier. Uh, Xavier is the best fit. I think he's a great playmaker, and Xavier's having a lot of three-point shooters. He can penetrate, kick it out. He can score. He can do it all. But, yeah, I think – He's like Najee Marshall. I was I was just gonna say that. I mean Najee Marshall's he's planning on leaving Xavier and um I think Jamarius Burton definitely fits this role. I mean, he definitely wants to go to the Big East considering three out of the four teams are from the Big East. But um yeah, I definitely see him going to Xavier. Mm-hmm. Next up we have Bryson Goodine of um Syracuse. Two points a game in eight minutes. Um, he's a really, really, really athletic player with tons of potential. Committed to Providence yesterday. Is this a good fit? Yeah, I think this is a great fit. I mean, Providence, they still have most of their uh, most of their guys staying. They do lose a couple to the draft um, and seniors. But, um, yeah, I mean, Providence was under the radar last year. They finished fourth in the Big East. And, um, yeah, I mean, with Bryson Goodine coming in, um, he definitely will not have his potential wasted like it did at Syracuse. And I don't – I think he'll probably play back up to David Duke. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good fit for him. Yeah, he has three years left. Um, he reminds me of Chris Dunn, a lot of Chris Dunn, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw Syracuse. Um, he doesn't have that much of a jump shot just like Chris Dunn, and he plays terrific defense. And this is a great fit. Yeah, that, that's a great comparison. I wasn't, I wasn't even thinking of that. Um. All right, next up, Mike Smith, Columbia. He just recently committed to Michigan. Uh, he averaged 23 points a game last year and 4.5 assists. Do you think this is a good fit? Um, yeah, this, this gives him another score. He, this guy can flat out score. He can also – he's one of the best passes as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So Michigan's got all the scores on their lineup now. And yeah. especially if Josh Christopher comes, they might be the team to beat. Yeah, I mean – I mean, like you said, they got a ton of people coming in, and I think they're very under the radar right now, and they can make a couple big splashes. And I think Mike Smith's one of those big splashes that they needed. And, um, yeah, I would not be surprised if they were a very good team next uh, next year. And who knows if Josh Christopher does go to Michigan, they're going to be they're gonna be a, a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we have the Vion Mintz, Creighton. Missed the whole season this year due to an ankle injury. Um, he just committed to Kentucky recently. Two years ago, he averaged 10 
points, three rebounds, three assists. Is this a good fit going to Kentucky? Um, I don't, I'm not sure if this is a good fit for him. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a grad transfer, and he did not get to play his senior year, so he's probably immediately eligible. Is that is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Okay. And, um, yeah, I just don't see this being a good fit for him, honestly. I mean, Kentucky, it's no surprise. They have a loaded class coming in. They got a couple people staying, and – I mean, you you see people leaving like Khalil Whitney and um and what's his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, Johnny Duzang, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, I just don't know why he'd go to Kentucky when he could have went to a lot of different places. And I just don't think he'll start, which is like he could definitely start on a good team. And he chose Kentucky, and I don't know if he's gonna get the playing time he wants. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, he's definitely gonna be a solid role player. The, that veteran locker room guy, but he's he's not going to start like you said. Yeah, that just surprises me because he's a he's a very he was a very good player two years ago and he I don't know I don't think he was starting two years ago but he was playing a lot of bench minutes and he definitely could have started on a different team if he went there. Yeah, but hey, it's his decision, not ours. All right, um, next up, David DeJulius from Michigan. Uh, he was the sixth man on their team last year. And he's wanting a bigger role. He earned seven points a game, 2.5 rebounds a game. Um, his final list, not his final list. Um, so far, Arizona State, DePaul, Iowa State, Marquette, Missouri, and Rhode Island have all contacted him. Where do you think the best fit is? Um, first of all, um, yeah, I, I think that was the right decision for him to leave with Michigan getting all this talent. There was just not enough room for him. Uh, he's a bit raw. I think he should go to Iowa State. They have they have a good history of developing point guards, Tyrese Halliburton, Monty Morris. I think they were both raw coming into Iowa State, and now the NBA players I think he should go there, and he'll yeah. be the number one option. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, Iowa State loses Halliburton, like you said, and he's he's definitely going to be a lottery pick. No surprise there. And yeah, I mean, like you said, they've they've brought a lot of raw prospects into good lottery draft picks and. I don't think Monte Morris was a lottery pick, but he was – I'm pretty sure he's a late first round. But still, um, David Julius, yeah, his potential was definitely being wasted at Michigan. And, I mean, he's probably skeptical that more people are going to come in, which they have been. And, yeah, I think this was definitely the right decision for him to get out and go somewhere else. Yeah. Next up, we have Grant Sherfield, Wichita State, recently committed to Nevada, originally signed with UCLA – with Nevada head coach, with then UCLA, now Nevada head coach Steve Alford before his firing at UCLA. Eight points, three rebounds, three assists. Good fit? Um, yeah, I think this is a good fit. I mean, Nevada didn't have that too good of a season last year, and they, they need, a, they need like a score coming in. And I think Sherfield brings a, sort of that scoring, but, I mean, his potential was definitely being wasted at Wichita State. No surprise. A lot of people's potential are, are wasted at Wichita State. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think this is a good decision for him. And he'll, he'll definitely be a starter role. He'll have a very big role in the Nevada team. And who knows, maybe they can make the jump back to the tournament next year. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Steve Alfred has been interested in him for the past three, four years. And now they finally get to reunite after Alfred got fired at UCLA. Um Nevada, I think that they're they're a good mid major team. Steve Alfred can coach. Got that's why he got the UCLA job in the first place. 
He's been to the tournament. I think he can bring them back to the tournament once Sherfield is eligible. Yeah, definitely. All right, and the final guy on our list is Jalen Tate from Northern Kentucky. Uh, about an hour ago, he committed to Arkansas. He averaged 14 points a game, uh, 5.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. He is a grad transfer, he is, so he is immediately eligible. Um, do you think this is a good fit, and do you think Arkansas is back at the top of the SEC? Um, not sure this is a good fit. They got a lot of talented guards coming from um, the high school, and if Isaiah Joe and Mason Jones come back, there's going to be surplus of guards, too much talent in the backcourt. But, yeah, I think Arkansas is going to move up in the SEC ranks. They they just need some big men now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Mason Jones will probably um, – I don't – I think he'll probably stay, in my opinion. I don't know about Isaiah Joe, but, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, there's a, definitely a surplus of guards. And, um, I mean, even even if he um, – well, he's probably going to play a bench role, but even, even if he does, Arkansas is definitely going to move up in the ranks. I mean – they have Moses Moody coming in, who, who is a big man. But, I mean, we'll just have to see if he produces or not. And yeah. wouldn't Actually, be surprised. There's one more transfer. Rider, rider forward Frederick Scott has committed to Boston College. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, 13 points, five rebounds. What do you think? This is a good addition, for B, addition to BC? Yeah, this is. I think this is definitely a good decision. I mean – BC, you know, it's our home and native. And, um, yeah, I mean, with um, Jarius Hamilton coming out, I think this is a very good fit. And he brings a lot of scoring to the table. And BC, they're on, they're on the come up. Don't be surprised. Yeah, I hope. You know, I'm not really a fan of Jim Christian. I'm, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm rooting for Jim Christian. I want Jim Christian to do good here. But it just hasn't been good. And I want BC to win games. But they just haven't won games. And this is probably the deepest their team's been in since Jerome Robinson and Kai Bowman. Um, yeah. They got to do something. This is it's now or never. It is now or never. That's right. Hopefully, hopefully they can do something. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, been, I've been waiting for them to do something for a while. Yeah. Um, that's all for today. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe in the next couple of episodes, maybe we'll have a special guest come in, right? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Um, We'll surprise you there. Thanks for watching. Stay safe. It's always March. It's always March.